we're just shy of 2 million ARR. So it's like probably a little bit less than that, but uh, we'll, we'll be hitting 2 million ARR uh, by the end of the year. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to gitlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. Hey folks, my guest today is Simon Woodside. He's the co-founder of MedStack, which is helping secure platform for digital health. He's got a CS degree at the University of Waterloo and is part of the Apple Core Operating System Group uh, Engineering Program Manager before that. Simon, you ready to take us to the top? I am. Thank you, Nathan. Uh, all right. So what, tell us what MedStack is. Are these hospitals that are paying you for HIPAA compliance solutions or where are you playing? We definitely uh, are dealing with hospitals and insurance companies, but they are at one removed from us. So we, our direct customers are digital health app makers. And then they, in turn, are selling to hospitals and insurance companies. So give me an example of a customer. Can you name one or two? Sure. Give you a couple. So one is a really cool company called Keratin, and they're um, in neonatal intensive care units. And they are operating a system that manages bottles of mother's milk, which is critical that these are being, they have to be, um, always go to the right person at the right time without too much delay. So that's a pretty mission critical system uh, with a lot of availability requirements. And another really awesome customer is called Inkblot. They are doing digital health, uh, or sorry, well, yeah, they're doing digital health um, therapy. So hmm. it's like remote telemedicine, you know, one on one with real people, um, psychological therapy, psychotherapy, and they're pretty big. Um, they were just bought by an insurance company, uh, Green Shield. So yeah, and Simon, what what are these companies paying on average per month to use the technology? Yeah, so the average is uh, you know there's definitely quite the range um, from small to large, but kind of like typically between you know our average is going to fall like fifteen hundred to two thousand US dollars a month. Okay, so that's up significantly since our last interview in April of twenty twenty, almost double the ARPU you told me back then. Are you moving upstream on purpose? Um, yeah, I mean it's we're not no so so. We're not trying to exclude small companies. I would say um, we've had a lot of companies grow on the platform. We've had new companies join that are bigger. Uh, we have changed our pricing model. Um, so we've moved to a, more of like a SaaS um, pricing model where we have like a base set of tiers. And then the variable component is, is much, much, much smaller. So it's basically like because we're hosting, like we're a hosting platform, you know, we just pass through the price of like a virtual machine or a database instance. Um, so yeah, we've just adjusted our pricing and we've had a, a bunch of customers grow a lot too. Understood. So how many total customers are, are you working with today? Yeah, I think it's around 90. 90. Okay. Yeah. You told me 70 about a year and a half ago. So you've added about call it 10, 20 more, which is great. Um, and then can, I mean, can I multiply those together? 90 times 2000 bucks a month. You guys are what? 180 grand a month right now in revenue. It's about right. Yeah, we're just we're just shy of two million ARR, so it's like probably a little bit less than that. But uh, we'll we'll be hitting two million ARR uh, by the end of the year. I love stories like this. I don't know if you remember. You know, our first interview was back in the middle of 2018. Do you remember that? Well, so yeah, so you interviewed my uh, my CEO, business partner, co-founder, Balaji. Um, yes, I think twice now, right? Yes. Oh, okay. That was him, not yeah. you. Got it. It was him. Yeah. So I'm the CTO. Uh, Very cool. So you know. 
I did I did get some of the numbers and make sure I had them right. But uh, I'm more I'm, I'm more expert in, in other parts of the business. Well, I just love I should have begged you to write a check back in 2018 because uh, Balaji shared back then you guys uh, were doing about $30,000 a month in revenue. You're now five times as big here uh, four yep. years later. So this is a, this is an exciting story. Now, Simon, have you been able to do this funded by customer growth after your 2.4 million seed round in 2019? Or did you raise more? Uh, we've raised more. Yes. Yeah, so we actually just ah. completed a, a raise of 3.1 million. And um, uh, so that was uh, led by Blue Ventures and Telus, one of our previous investors, uh, investors as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, we're making good money as well. So I mean, you know, theoretically, we might have been able to go uh, revenue positive, but uh, you know, we want to grow. Like we see a huge, huge, huge opportunity, like, you know, you say a billion dollar opportunity, mm-hmm. like it's bigger than that, you know? And so we want to continue to grow quickly. Uh, and that, that meant, you know, and we have some great, and, and, you know, some of our investors are great partners as well. So they opened doors for us. And you and you and Bellagio are the two co-founders, right? You just split 50, 50 at the start. Yep. So, so I mean, obviously yeah, so me and make- Ball co-founded the company. Yeah. Back in 2015. 2015. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, so obviously just managing equity, right? I mean, you don't want to take money unless you really have a good use for it to drive that growth because you two are both managing dilution. I mean, most people in their seed round are selling about 20% of the business. Is that sort of where you guys came in at? I don't have the exact numbers. We've done well though. Like, you know, we're, we're pretty much on target in terms of what you'd expect. Okay. Yeah, like so got it. So you, you were 15, right in 20%. that 15, 20% range. Yeah, yeah. 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 We're in that ballpark. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. so you're talking like $15 million valuation, something like that. Pre-money. That ballpark, yeah. yeah. So again, why, I mean, that's a lot of dilution, right? If you believe it's going to be big, that's a lot of dilution. You absolutely needed that 3.1 million or how'd you go through that rationale? Well, like I said, we didn't absolutely need it. We could have gone revenue neutral, but we wouldn't, we wouldn't be growing the, anywhere near the way we can with the capital. So that's definitely mm-hmm. a factor. Um, but the other factor is just that, you know, like one of our new investors is, is a, a cybersecurity investor. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the other lead investor for this round is TELUS, which is uh, known as, um, as, a, as a big Canadian, uh, well, the biggest, I think, Canadian telecommunications operator, but they are also a huge health division. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have a huge uh, digital health or you know, EMR, EHR operation. So both of those really help us out. They, we have like good board members who are really helping us out, connecting us with partners, that kind of thing. Gives us a lot of credibility as well. You know, we're in a trust business. Like what we're doing is enabling our customers to be trusted by their customers. So all those hospitals, clinics, insurance companies need to be able to trust them to curate or to, to, to handle their protected health information with, with, with due diligence, with security, with privacy. And so for us, trust is paramount. And so having these kinds of backers, is a big value for us. Understood. What's the team look like today? How many folks full-time? Oh, we're 15 now. 15. We've been okay, growing cool. rapidly since we raised. Do you guys care about valuation right now, specifically your valuation? Do you think you might raise soon or sell a portion of the company? There is no other tool on the internet that you can use to get a better and higher valuation than FounderPath's new valuation tool. We have over 253 deals that went down over the past 30 days, all the revenue numbers, all the valuations, and the multiplier. That way you can go filter the data, find companies that are your same size, what they sold or raised for or at, and then use those as comparables in your decks to argue and debate and get a higher valuation and less dilution, which is the name of the game, less dilution. Check it out today at founderpath.com forward slash products. That's plural forward slash valuations. Again, both plural founderpath.com forward slash products forward slash valuations.
where do you intend to invest most of that money? Or is it just a signal you want to send to the market and say, look, you can trust us. We've raised all this money. We're not going to shut down tomorrow. It's all going into people. <laughs> well, what kind of so, people? So, you know, it's staff. So like, you know, we're, we're, we've just like doubled or more than doubled. You know, we're just doubling our, our engineering team. Um, How many are total and, engineers today? Uh, so we're at uh, nine on our engineering team today, including me. And we're still going to add a couple more by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like we're, we're scaling up that operations and, and engineering team, site reliability, engineering, um, application support, engineering, core engineering, all that stuff. Um, you know, we want to scale, we need this, the platform to be scalable. You know, it already was a highly scalable platform, but our goal is always to, again, trust, right? So we want to stay ahead of the market. So like the way we approach security is, you know, most people are like, you have a security team. Our whole company is a security team. You know, people say, you know, what's your, what's your scalability? We have built the whole product. You know, we, it's like over-engineered effectively. Um, and we need to continue to do that. So always be ahead of the game so that we, ne- you know, so we don't have problems. Um, I kind of harp it on a point on a broken record or something here, but no, it's, you're good. It's, it's super important for us. 15 yeah. folks, nine engineers hiring. When you guys look at retention, right. Of these, of these kinds of customers you're working with, what does net dollar retention look like year over year? Is it above a hundred? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. NRR is over over 100. It's pretty. It's very good. Well, I, so I would consider very good compared to others, like somewhere in the 140 percent range. Are you that high? Oh yeah. Uh, no, I don't think we're quite there. I think it's. I don't. I don't. I think it, it's it's like 1.1 1. 1 or 1. 1.2, something like that. Okay, so like 120 percent. That, that's. I would say that's like that's that. that's like above average. Uh, but yeah. some. Of, I mean, it's crazy when you look at a lot of evaluations happening today. Some of the evaluations where you're seeing 40 and 50x multiples are ones where net dollar retention is like 150 percent. Even if revenue growth overall is slower, but your NDRs are really high, that's by far where the premium valuations are happening today. So I'm actually surprised that you guys did. You guys run a competition on on the seed round. I'm actually surprised that. You did this at 15 million. I've seen with your same comps raising at like 30 and 40 pre. It sounds like you optimize for strategics here though. Strategics. And the other things I want to say, Nathan, is that it's like the the business we're in is not currently like a sexy VC area, you know? It's like platforms were kind of super sexy, like maybe 10, 5, 10 years ago. Right now it's not as much. Um, so I mean, what's sexy is you went from what's sexy is you went from fifty thousand bucks a month in revenue to one hundred fifty thousand bucks in, in revenue in the last eighteen months. Who cares? I mean, the more yep. niche you are, the better. The more vertical you are, the better. The bigger moat you can build. I don't. I don't agree with the statement that you're in a not sexy space. We are. Uh, I mean, I think we are. I love it. Uh, I wouldn't be anywhere else. And then yeah. the other thing is, you know, we're a Canadian company, so we don't get the Silicon Valley. If we were a Silicon Valley company, yeah, we would have. Uh, it would be a different story, but. You know what? Like well, I mean, no, no one's in Silicon Valley right now. Everyone's behind their Zoom screens. Anyway, did you? I mean, I guess what I'm asking: Did you run a process, or was this the one term sheet you looked at that you you went with? Um, yeah, no, I think we had multiple. I, I'm not sure. To be honest, I, I know that we had we had some. Like, you had Balaji handle all that. He's the CEO, right? <laughs> I'm the CTO. I don't. I don't do. I'm not the frontline fundraiser. Yeah, fair but, enough. Um, yeah, what's I think next? we got. We feel we got a good deal. Talk to yeah, me more about we engineering feel we got a good stuff. Deal so, good so what's next? What's next on the engineering side of things? What's the next product look like? Product release? You know, a big um, big push for us is like multi cloud support. So um, we want to have the ability to support like AWS and Azure. We're pretty pretty focused on Azure right now. Um, AWS is a big deal for our customers, uh, and so that's like a big push. Probably one of our biggest ones. 
Um, but always it's like scalability. So like right now, for example, um, with Azure, we like we're hitting quota limits because we're running like a lot of resources. I mean, you know, it's like 750 different VMs and databases, which may not seem that much for some people running enterprise stuff, but we were certainly hitting quota limits. And so we had to like re-architect around how they, some technical stuff around subscriptions they have. So um, the other aspect of it is that's really important is, you know, what is what do our customers really value? And in the end, like I mentioned trust. So how does that come through? What it comes through is our customers go to sell to a, um, you know, insurance company or hospital, and they get a, a they they go into an assessment uh, process. So the the hospital says, okay, here's a questionnaire. Our our security team, our our compliance team provides a questionnaire to the customer. So let's say to Inkblot or to Karen or any of our other customers. And there could be 150 questions. I just actually I'm working on one right now. It's 330 questions, so it's not small. Um, we we provide a lot of guidance to our customers on those questionnaires, so we can. We can pretty much tell them how, like, we can, so we provide guarantees. And this is what really differentiates us from, like, an Amazon or an Azure is, you know, for, for MedStack, firewalls are on by default and our customers can't turn them off. We encrypt all uh, incoming communications by default. You can't turn it off. We back up everything that our customers have and you can't turn it off. There you guys so have so it. I feel like if you're if you're looking at using MedStack, you want to hear from Simon talking about all this tech stuff that I do not understand. So Simon, this makes a lot of sense. I'm glad to get the second half of the, of the story here with you coming mm-hmm. on, but uh, we're out of time for now. Let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? High Output Management by Andy Grove. Everybody should read that. It's classic. Num- number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Um, Toby Lat- Lat- uh, Latke with uh, Shopify. He's amazing. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building the business? Hmm. I mean, I'm just checking out Almanac right now. It's uh, it, We're just trying it out, but it's pretty cool. Almanac. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Yeah, around nine hours of sleep. Okay. And what's your situation, Simon? Married, single, kids? I'm single. Okay. No kiddos. How old are you? Uh, 44. 44. Last question. Something you wish you knew when you were 20. I wish I knew when I was 20. I don't know. You know, I'm not sure if I'd go back in time and change anything. And no, nothing you would change. Just something you wish you knew. Mm. Uh, I wish I knew how to get good coffee back then. You couldn't get it around here. <laughs> this is really for someone else who's <laughs> listening today who might be 20 years old. What's something they could learn from you, right? Something you wish you knew. Uh, sure. Okay. That's, 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 that's a reasonable question. Um, I think, uh, you know, I hadn't kind of opened my mind at that point. I was very tech oriented. I hadn't opened my mind to the possibility, the interest of, of like designing and developing businesses as a real, uh, as a really interesting uh, mental exercise, something you can really get into and work on sort of using your, your brain and not just kind of, it's not just like smoozing. It's like a lot of really hard work and, and interesting design development activities. Guys, digital health applications, use medstack.co for privacy and security compliance. Growth rate's impressive here. 18 months ago, doing $50,000 a month in revenue, now doing over $150,000 a month in revenue, almost about to break $2 million run rate as they look to scale $3.1 million seed round. Recently sold 15 to 20% of the business as Simon scales up here. They've got a nine, nine folks on the engineering team, hiring fast, total team 15 as they look to build other products for these digital health applications. Simon, thank you for taking us to the top. You're welcome. Thank you, Nathan.